Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Live from Nakamegado, Japan. This is Magic on the Blacktop, the only NBA podcast where two guys open a pack of 95-96 upper deck trading cards and draft a fantasy team. My name is Peter, and with me, as always, is the Essex assassin, the British bully, the English enigma, the commish of the Tokyo Senshi, the Saruna skipper, and the raging Cajun, Mr. Ian Rudd! Raging Cajun. You know what that's from? Uh, no. That's Gambit, who's an X-Men who throws cards <laughs> at his enemies. How's your, your eyes healed up somewhat, I can see? You're not squinting. I'm not squinting today, but uh, I do feel better. I feel a lot better this week. Well, thank you for that intro, as always. Yep. Um, D. Fish, Derek Fisher. <laughs> How about this? People are intrigued. Okay, are they? My friend Darren is intrigued. Let's tell it. If I can summarize why I call you Derek Fisher in 30 seconds, will you let me do it? It's a challenge I'm willing to take. Ready? Yep. You got a timer? You got it in your head? Yep, go. Oh, hang on. Hang okay, on, wait, on, wait, wait, on, okay. I'll give you Hang on, hang on, hang on. You're not good under pressure. Hang on, hang on. Um, okay, I'm ready. Okay, three... Two, one, go. Okay, there's a bar we go to fairly often and we hadn't been there for four months due to the quarantine and everything. And then during that time, Pete actually lost quite a lot of weight, about seven kilograms, if I'm not wrong, which is quite impressive. Anyway, we walked in there and the owner and all the regulars didn't say a word to him about it. And I could tell it was tearing him up inside. (laughs) It was awful. Anyway, we sat there for about an hour. I quickly went to the bathroom. One of the strange quirks about this bar, there are many, is that you can hear every single conversation in the bathroom actually louder than you can there. Anyway, I'm going to be a bit longer than 30 seconds, but not much. (laughs) Anyway, um, as soon as I went in the bathroom, I could overhear Pete very clearly saying to the the poor Ken, the landlord, so um, you might not have noticed, but I've I've, I've lost seven kilograms this week. And he was like, oh, uh, yeah, nice one. And anyway, I came back out of the bathroom. I sat next to you and you actually like nothing happened. And you were fishing for compliments the whole time. Derek fishing for compliments. D fish. I hope if nothing else from this podcast, your friends back home call you D fish from now on. Well, guilty as charged. That was about three minutes, but I'm sorry. It's it, You know what? I'm not mad at Ken. He's a great landlord, as you called him, which means a, a pub owner. You're explaining to me who, well, taught, I'm, you, I'm, who I'm taught you what that... Okay. I'm confirming that I okay, know what sorry, landlord sorry, is. Sorry, yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, it, it's tough. Um, I was wearing a black shirt and the lighting... Oh, in, God. <laughs> it's very dark in that bar, and I feel like... You've thought about this a lot, haven't you? Why what? Why no one said anything? I don't understand. How could they not say anything? It doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, it's true, I am D-Fish. You were fishing for compliments. No, I no. was, and I was deep in my drinks, so it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's a reasonable thing. All right. Okay. So I know that Magic on the Blacktop, we're on episode, this is episode five? We are picking our fifth players. This is incredible. We might have a starting five if things go according to plan. But uh, to those listening for the first time, can you lay out some of the ground rules that we have established? Yeah, a quick summary then. Uh, We have a box of old trading cards, 25 years old. We open a pack each per week, and then from the base cards, not the inserts. The inserts are nice to look at, but we can't choose those players. But the goal is, at the end of 12 weeks, we're both going to have 12 players. We're going to build our teams, um, and we can select one player each week from the packs we open to our team. And also, once a player is gone, he is no longer available in future weeks. If he comes up again... Bit like, disappointing. You got Jason. I know what you're about to say. You got Jason <laughs> Kidd last week. Yes, well done. You've you've you've, messaged, I, you've sent me random photos of him all week long. Nice one. Okay. Um, but yeah. So I think that's the Reggie Miller and Jason Kidd are off the table. They're off the table. Okay. And um, if you're interested in reaching out to us, 
Of course, you can hit us up on Instagram, uh, Magic on the Blacktop. That's the one. Yep. And uh, also, I'm in charge of our Twitter account, which is suspicious. Don't, don't, don't write to that one. Yeah, I, it's, I don't it's, think it's, you'll uh, get a reply. Blacktop Magic. It's Magic Black. You do this every week. It's Magic it's Black. Magic Black. It's literally just think of the same title with a couple of words missing. You don't need to rearrange yeah, yeah. anything. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Still figuring it out, but uh, we. we We've had some great comments, and so what kind of things have you posted since last week? I'm curious. I've not, I've not looked at the account. There's lots of updates of different gifts, and uh, I've retweeted some other Is accounts. It basically, become Jason Kidd's fan page at this point. <laughs> it's basically become that when you push something out on Instagram, that's the tweet that I'm stuck with. Okay, um, but we did. I got to say, on our Instagram account, you you were very excited to say, "Leave it." I'm saving that for later. That's okay. Well, which brings us nicely to. What did we learn last week? Yeah. And uh, I'll let you go first because you're telling me to hold it. So you go right ahead. Well, I've got two things. How many have you got? I got 1.5. Okay. So So maybe I should go first to make it. No, no, you should go first. Go ahead. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. I got two. Okay. The first one I'll start with that then is that so what we do once we've done the episode and it's out there, leave it a few days uh, and then announce the cards that each of us had the option to choose from both of our packs now when i do this so it's 10 pictures on each post showing all the players if one of those players happens to have an instagram account i tag them yeah but honestly in a million i I didn't expect these people you know these are nba former stars to ever realize um but anyway dennis scott commented unbelievable very happy with that and And he didn't know you had chosen him yet if he knows at all well i tagged him again when i posted that that, that second one but no yeah dennis scott commented three little fire emojis how about that which might make dennis scott a better pick than jason kidd when you think about it well kidd called me directly and we had a few we talked stratagems and and things like that plays we could run so not too worried about that okay um but yeah and then dikimbi matombo can't believe that i don't know if it's him or someone he pays to manage his social media accounts (laughs) who knows i feel like dennis scott was definitely him because you know he's a man about he's a man of media he's on tnt and who knows maybe i'm being dismissive but anyway dikimbi matombo's official account liked a post i can't believe that so my question is does and what this... about Lafonso? You didn't even give us oh, a shout what, out? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, Lafonso. I thought I was tagging Lafonso Ellis. You tagged his senior. son. I tagged his son, who's also a pro basketball player. In, right? uh He was in China, I think, recently. Um, yeah, Lafonso Ellis Jr. He shared his story, our story, with his dad. Yeah, shared it with his dad. Unbelievable. I honestly, I, I'll be quite clear. I never, ever expected to hear from any player. Unless it was a please stop using my name in your well, podcast. Well, what I was about to say was, does this this revelation now that some of these players might actually pay right. attention, does that worry you at all? It does, but I, I want, if in the very rare chance anyone's listening, I think that we approach this from a fan perspective. And fan, as you know, comes from the word fanatic. Mm. We're irrational people. Mm-hmm. We hate someone because of one play that they did against a mm-hmm. player we liked. All these guys are to the best of their ability. They're amazing basketball players. You said Doug Overton was lucky to... He should just be happy that he has a trading card. I think I said that. I, did I say that with Doug Overton? You said that for about eight players at this point. Yeah, Anyone you've not heard of. Yeah. Him? Okay. Uh, um, well, I, usually I say that in response to you dissing somebody like, oh, I've never heard of them. Uh, but it is quite impressive. Yeah, okay. So, so that- are you going to change the way you handle things? Are you going to be kind of a little soft-spoken, not to upset any of our potential listeners i don't know if i've offended anyone have i chris dudley might have a word or two (laughs) anyway here's what i learned i drafted jason kidd last week and obviously that was the clear choice 
I did not think he was as good or divisive as a player as he is. Listen, I'm just going to give you his kind of normal stats. Five-time All-NBA first team. All-NBA teams total, six. All-defensive team, four times. And in total selections, nine defensive teams. Nine. He was also an assist leader five years, and he was the rookie of the year. This isn't even going into his... Co-rookie of the year. Grant Hill might... We might take Grant Hill in a future episode. I mean... He was like the triple-double machine before Russell Westbrook. I know we said that. But there seems to be a lot of blowback on his plays. People are saying that Reggie Miller is a better player Hold than on. Jason Kidd. I see where Kidd. this is going. I see where this is I'm going. I'm just saying you could make the case. This guy is legitimately an amazing top Jason, 50 player of all Jason time. Jason Kidd is a legitimate top five point guard of all time. Yes. Stockton, I'd have above him. Stockton, uh, Peyton. You'd put Peyton above Jason Kidd. I don't know. Maybe it's not. It's got to be That's de- very, debatable. For me, Stockton is... You're not going to like this at all. I'd put Steph Curry above Well, um, I think that's pretty reasonable. Okay. Uh, but anyway, he's he's, but he's, he's in great. that discussion. He's great. Um, let's not get into a Reggie Miller, Jason right, Kidd. Right, thing, right, we've been doing I'm that just all saying, week. like... Um, but they're... Yeah. But yeah, uh, he's amazing. I think that his the issues he had off court and also his coaching tenure didn't do him any favors in his reputation. To be honest you with know, you, know Phil Jackson taught in like Mexico for three years. You give these guys time, man. But I I feel like it's um, not necessarily his on the court performance that maybe he doesn't get the respect he. I did admit he is one of my least favorite players as like a fan yeah. I, I ever. But you know what? So it goes. All right, so. Uh, did you have another one you said? Yeah, I got a second one. Okay. Um, so something strange is happening. Ooh, spooky. Very spooky. I don't know if you remember, but in week one, I was talking about in the UK, we only got one basketball show a week. And uh, and that's the reason I like the Warriors, because they had a fe- feature on Run TMC. And lo and behold, I get Tim Hardaway come up in a pack. Mm-hmm. Last week in this section, when we were talking about three things we learned, one of the ones was that Harvey Grant is the twin brother of Horace. The first card that you get... It's Harvey Grant. Yeah. Also, do you remember this? Hold on. I was going to play you something. This is from the beginning of last week's show. The big... Oh, that was bad. And he got someone to bump into him to knock it to get a Hold delay on. of game. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. Yeah, he did. Yeah. A true player. Pete player. If only I could have Jason Kidd. <laughs> Whoa! A true Pete player. Oh, no. If only I could have Jason Kidd. <laughs> and lo and behold, you got him. So it seems like... I would just like to talk about Charles Barkley for a little while. Oh. Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley, Charles yes. Barkley. Shaq Pack. Sean Kemp, Charles Barkley. Who is the man that can jam over any man? Who is your favorite Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley? <laughs> of all Charles Barkley. Don't you do this. Stop it. This is this is unfair. But that is odd, though, isn't it? When was the last time you mentioned Jason Kidd prior to the beginning of last week's show? Because you, you brought him up because we were talking about players who had coached Yeah. Teams. I had looked up some, and he was he had come to mind, and uh, I had forgotten the incident where he got bumped into. He said, hit me. Yeah. But all my friends, you know, my nickname back in the States, before it was Derek Fisher, was Pete the Cheat. Any advantage I can get, I'll take it. In oh, gambling. I, wish I, I wish I'd known that before <laughs> agreeing know. to do this. I never agreed with this nickname, and I, I, I take great offense to it when my friends call me that, but they do. And uh, so when you said Jason Kidd was, you know, yeah, you know, pushing the limits of the rules, I said, oh, what a great player. He'd be on my team, a perfect Pete player. So Charles Barkley. 
That's who you're... Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley. Shaq, if I Shaq, say Shaq. him enough, it will happen. Vin Baker is... Ah, I already cursed it. I'm going to get three Vin Bakers. <laughs> Mitchell Butler for Ian, Mitchell Butler for Ian. And my very last thing, it's not its not really a point, that, but I just thought of uh, today, actually. Right. We were talking about nicknames where the player is known by the nickname. It's kind of an ongoing thing. Sure. Uh, they're so much, the nicknames are so prominent that you don't really know the player's first name. Yeah. Really, like Mookie Blaylock, for example. I thought of two. And, oh. I, and I presume they're not their real names, but it'd be hilarious if they were. Players from this era as well. From this era? Popeye Jones. Oh, that might be... I christened the Popeye. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, and Hot Rod Williams. Hot Rod Williams, you I, think... If I could choose one to be his real name, Hot Rod... <laughs> you wait, think wait, wait, if, you... We got, if we got a card, though, it'd say Hot Rod Williams. Yeah, 100%. Like, Are I don't, you I don't know. He, I don't know his... Yeah, it, would, it wouldn't even allude to his real name. Wow. It wouldn't be like Anthony Penny Hardaway. It would be Hot Rod Williams. Popeye Jones is a nickname. You've got it. Yeah, You're in the his, clear. What's his real name? Uh, Ronald Jerome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's not bad. Ronald Jerome Jones. But I think that Popeye sounds a lot cooler. Can you look up Hot Rod Williams? No, God. No, I, don't want his, I don't know what his name is. It must be Rod. Rodney? I'm guessing Rodney. John. Oh. John Hot Rod Williams is an American professional basketball player who, yeah, he's retired. He is. <laughs> That's what it says. It must be 60 years old. It says is. <laughs> okay. It says was. You're okay. right. It says was. All right. So a lot of people I talk to, they're really killing you on this Nick Van Exel 3D choice that you just skipped on Nick Van Exel like that. Well, again, Most... I had my GM hat on. We needed to fill positions. I understand. I don't want my two point guards being Tim Hardaway and Nick Van Exel. Nick, Tim Hardaway I got no problem with. Great point. I'm so happy to have him. That second one could be one of so many good players. It could be... It could be Stockton. It could be the glove. Well, yeah, can you imagine? Uh, but it could can. be... Stockton, Stockton, Stockton. <laughs> I thought... Mark Jackson was even... I'd have him over Nick Van Exel. Sure, on. sure. But I think that most people's umbrage is that I my strategy so far has been take the best player available. Which I think is... Overall, that is a good... Especially at this early stage, that is a good approach to take. But centers and point guards in this era... There, I think you shouldn't settle. I think I think because of the wild card space gives you a little bit of extra freedom. At the end of this, twelve players, I wouldn't be happy if Nick Van Exel was my backup point guard. I think there are. I think better players are going to come up. Fair enough. You heard it from him. And Dennis Scott fucking commented on our post. I, I can't believe that that happened. But anyway, what are you looking for this week? Keep it brief. Um, I never have asked him this, by the way. I can't believe I did that. Okay, just if I wasn't clear a minute ago. Uh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, Charles <laughs> oh, Barkley. Sean Kemp, maybe, but Charles Barkley. Oh. I, I I need some muscle in the paint. That's what I need. Here, I, I, I've got a sense. I'm, I'm happy with Vlade. So sure. I would like a, a, a an old school, raw, Larry Johnson, Sean Kemp, Oakley. Charles Barkley. No. Is Oakley a sinner? Charles, Bar- uh, Charles Oakley? No, yeah. He's powerful. Yeah. I think, but, you don't uh, like him? In, he's not in the same league as those guys. Okay, sorry. He was more of an enforcer. It's kind of cool. He's, a, he's definitely an icon of the 90s. But um, Charles Barkley, then Sean Kemp, then Larry Johnson would be my top three. How about you? Well, we've got a big problem. Uh, my team name is The Blockers. And right now I have literally zero people who've ever blocked a I basketball. Dan Marley blocked a shot once. <laughs> oh, great. So collectively, I have like four blocks on The Blockers. I'm looking for some size. You want Hakeem. Oh, if I could have Hakeem and Rotumbo, I'd be finger-wagging all week to anybody who passed me on the street. Yeah. So, with that being said, to the packs. That's my favorite part. Why did you put the box all the way over here? All right. I'm going to... Oh, we got a Junkin. Oh, no, no, no. That's to open first. We can... Uh, I'll let you choose. Your Charles... No, I think, bar- I think the Junkin is... Oh, is it? Saisho, good Junkin. All right, I'll pick first. Have all you right. tied it up? No, it's three... It's three, three two. Three, two. How does this... 
Okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, I, I'm very superstitious. This is the front of the box. Okay, I'm going to the left. And I'm going one, two, three, four, five, six deep, baby. I want the one above the one you just picked. Uh, no! One, two, three, four. What a cheap move. This is my pack. Yeah. You're going to open it. You All right, so uh, I won the thing. And I want to know my card last, so I'm going to open yours first. Okay. If you get Charles Barkley, I'm going to punch a stranger on the way to our Mexican dinner oh God. that we safely get each week. Well, oh, I thought on the pic the, the picture I'm looking at, a guy is making a punching motion. I'm, I'm already... I'm sorry. I've seen the, your first card and I'm depressed already, so you carry can't on. Be. You've already no, got a... the card I'm about to give to you. I've well, just seen it, so... Well, you haven't seen your guy. It's a guard. And we've talked about him on this very show before. Mr. Joe Dumars! Oh, really? Yeah, he's a great player. Don't give up hope. Oh, we, 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 we've both... So... Is my first card Joe Dumars? Are so, we going to have like a weird... So, definitely a top 10 pick for me in this era. Joe Dumas was a guy for me who kind of, um, he he was that link between, like I said, the the Isaiah Thomas, Dennis Rodman, Bill Lambier. The bad boy the Pistons. The bad boy era. And then what they transitioned to after the drafting Grant Hill, oh. which is this year. Uh, Jason Kidd Grant. Well, sorry, the, this is the year after that. Yeah. So, and then obviously they went on to have different eras after that. I love Joe Dumas. I love defensive point guards. Oh, sorry, defensive shooting guards. He, he could play one or two, but Isaiah Thomas on the team, he was a, he was a, primarily a shooting guard. Uh, defensively, as good as they come. Uh, yeah. Shooting guards. And he, I'm not certain he played his entire career in the Pistons, but I know it's at least a decade. I can't picture him on any other team. He may well have done. Well, you never know. Sometimes, like, yeah, Gary yeah, yeah. Payton played in the Lakers or the Heat or whatever. But, like, uh, you know, Joe also, if correct me if I'm wrong, was he not the architect GM of some of those those 2000-era Piston championship teams? You're right. He was. He I was, think, right? Isn't he? He, he was in, wasn't he part of the, yeah. I thought he was the general manager. He may well have been yeah. the general manager, yeah. So I've always liked Joe Dumars. He has an awesome name. What's his nickname? Do you know? Joey D. That's why I call him. Because he's got the D. Um uh, he does. Can I just clarify? I mean, defense. Whoa, hey. Can I just clarify? Uh, I, I know nothing about. Uh, I mean, there are rumors, but I know nothing about Joe Dumas's. <laughs> no, Joe. Joe's defense was. Um, Let's see. Uh, if it's Joey D, it's a. Uh, oh man, how could we forget Broadway Joe? That's his nickname. I've never heard that. Genuinely, never heard that. That's a cool nickname, though. That's up there with Quicksilver. Yeah, Broadway Joe's. I mean, you know, I like acting and all that boring stuff. Uh, he's also Joe's the silent killer. That's what one of his teammates once said. All oh, right. I think you can't be disappointed with Joe I'm, Dumars being your first pick. I'm very happy. You know, when you say when you get a good card under your belt early, makes you feel good. It does. It puts you. It, it puts you at ease. It's not a Mitchell Butler. It's not a Chris Dudley. We've already insulted these people. We can't. We, it's we, not the never nervous purvis, but you were, you were, your, your so color just, of your skin went out. You looked pale as a ghost when you saw well, my I'm, first Well, I'm about card. to tell you why in a second, but before I do, you're right. He played all 14 years of his career. I'm just looking at his page now on Wikipedia. All 14 years of his career at the Detroit Pistons. What a, guy. A, what a one, guy. a one team play. I love, love those guys. You don't love Reggie Miller. You've done nothing but insult Reggie Miller. That is such thing. crap. You know I love Reggie Miller, and that's who I wanted on my team, but I'm sick of him being compared to Jason Kidd and saying it's a no contest. Yeah, okay. 
this is the final thing I'll say about uh, Joey D. Yeah. Is it's it's kind of more fun to have players you like on your team than just awesome players. That's it, isn't it? I, that's what I think. And so my biggest regrets were like Robert Ori over or over Vin Baker. That still cuts you up inside. I can I know. Man, I like I'm starting to like Vin Baker, and that's why I like this podcast. But making a team of my favorite players is as fun as drafting like awesome amazing absolutely my first pick especially when we're going to see them in video game form competing against each other i think that's going to be a great and all 16-bit glory who do i got okay so i would say this era great for point guards great for centers it's a little short on shooting guards however i would say top five number one's jordan clearly for me reggie miller might not be number two he's two or three i would say joe dumas for me is number four Although these are people off the top of my head. I might be missing people. Hornacek's good. Uh, I'd, 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 I'd have top hit, 10. I'd have him after Joe Dumas for sure. Great. But Mitch Richmond. I'd have him above Dan Marley, but below. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. But the second, the one I might... I love Reggie Miller, but for me, the card you've just got might be the one player... Oh, man. You've got to see what I'm seeing. He looks absolutely you've frozen got, you've got clyde the glide oh man yeah are you kidding you me see, with your first card you see when i give you, me now do you understand the why i look like i'd seen a ghost when i opened your pack and that's the first thing staring at me Clyde drexler i've got clyde gliding into my face as soon as i open that pack of cards wow let me let me take a look i gotta respect i gotta make sure it's not an insert you gave me two cards oh, that, was, that, that, i can't see the, the other one, one. it's Hold stuck on. to the back i just i was like i've never seen the back of that yeah, card. it's not a guy you'd recognize <laughs> <laughs> is it still okay oh man look at that it's Clyde the Glide yeah that was a great backcourt Terry you've Porter you've talked about it so Terry many Porter. times yeah you know you know, Clyde Drex is the reason that um, the ball that pretty much the reason Portland didn't draft Michael Jordan they went for a big instead because they had Clyde Drexler is that when they went all the candy no what is that <laughs> so about 20 years later Sam Bowie is <laughs> that's who they what it was all the candy who was drafted after him all the candy is from London that's why but he was he was drafted and uh, he's not very good but anyway um Clyde Drexler you gotta be happy with that this guy is so cool to me I I like him as much as I like I mean Jordan's a better player obviously there's no question but like Clyde he was always up there in terms of, of players I really enjoyed watching. Yep. You know what? I want to look him up versus Reggie Miller because I think it's really close. I think Reggie might be better. I, I think you... Uh, I don't know. I well, don't know. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, all right. You ready for this? I, mm-hmm. I've I've, crea- I've created... <laughs> I've done no work. I Googled. <laughs> I've looked up a comparison between Clyde and Reggie. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Drexler has one NBA championship to Miller zero. He played in three fewer Rockets, seasons. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they both reached the playoffs 15 times. Drexler was a 10-time All-Star to Miller's five. He was an NBA All-First Team one time. He made five All-NBA teams. More points per game. More rebounds per game. More assists per game. More steals per game. And more blocks per game than Reggie Miller had. Okay, it's quite conclusive when you say it like that. <laughs> Total points? Did have more threes, though? Yeah, he didn't have more threes. I cannot say anything other than pure... Well, that's... When you think of Clyde Drexler, it's versatility. That's what you think of. He's the, he's the guy who he could rebound, assist, still. You know, he, he, he did everything. He was the he was the man on his team. Yeah. Yep. Good, good rebounding guard, too. Love that pick. Can we just stop now? Might Joe Dumars yeah. and Clyde Drexler? Right. What more do we got to say? How does the music go again? Okay, you got another uh, player coach we've talked about in the past. We've drafted this. We've looked at this guy before. It's Avery Johnson. Okay, yep. 
man, these are not bad players we've got. If right he hadn't the top. already come, yeah, no, Avery Johnson. If I had him last week, would I pick him? Well, no, because he's a point guard, and it'd be the same reason Nick yeah, Van Exel yeah. over Dennis Scott. But last week, would you have taken Joe Dumars over Dennis Scott? I think for sure, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I like Dennis Scott. I'm wrong. Joe Dumars is a, is a superstar there. So. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see Avery Johnson again. I think that, yeah, I think his greatness kind of does get overlooked. He was a very, I think that he would be a great role player on any championship team. He, like, he could fill that position. Yeah. He, uh, well, well, he, like, uh, I know you don't like the Spurs at all, but I like I really like God, that I cast of players. Him, Sean Elliott, that we talked about before, um, the, at the very beginning of Tim Duncan's career, even when before Tim Duncan got there, just that kind of consistent backcourt. I think. The, um, do you have anything you'd like to add about Avery Johnson, or are, we know where he stands? Um, I looked him up a little bit before, after I after the first show. Um, I know that his middle name is Dewitt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's uh, you, really in, useful. In case you were wondering, I'm... Um, but he's from New Orleans. I like I like players from um, New Orleans because I lived around there for a year when I well not far away in South Mississippi. And Clyde Drexler is also from like Louisiana down that way. I love the I love them Southern players. Yeah, um, well, me so too. Avery Johnson. I love is, Clyde. Uh, he's now coach of um, well, I don't know if he still is, but I think he's coach of the Alabama college team, college team, Crimson Tide. The Crimson Tide because. Uh, they were always obviously known for their football program above yes. their basketball one. Absolutely. But then recently their basketball one um, started to gain some traction. I don't know the latest on it, but I know they got a player, you've probably heard of him, Colin Sexton, plays yeah. for the Cavs now. Yeah. But he was like a major recruit who went there a couple of years ago when ordinarily you'd expect a player that highly Duke recruited or... to go to like a... Yeah. I honestly don't think a single student at Alabama knows that player you just mentioned. <laughs> well, the football is king there. It is, but like I said, recruiting Avery Johnson to run the program is obviously they're trying to put a lot of effort into getting the basketball program up to a similar um, standard. Well, I'm trying to get mine to a certain standard, so who's my next choice? Your next choice. Um, was this the guy that was stuck to the back of Clyde Drexler that he said, oh, you don't know him? Yeah. Um, oh, hold on. Sorry, I'm, I'm reading up. You're gonna, oh, you're going to like Avery Johnson a lot more. What's your current opinion on Avery Johnson? Well, I've always loved him with his time in the NBA. I liked okay. him as a coach for the Dallas Mavericks. Is that right? He's nicknamed the Little General. Oh, man. I did know that. I knew that. But do you know why you're going to um, really like him? He's the godfather to Ron Harper's children. Nope. Okay. Was... Uh, oh, no. I've completely read the card wrong. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> How could I, you do this? I thought, it was re- uh, I thought it was saying that he gave David Robinson the Admiral nickname. But I've just completely misread. I think it. you're just reading the little general and conflating it with admirals. No, and it says other... his close friendship with former San Antonio Spurs teammate David Robinson, himself nicknamed the Admiral, based on his tenure at the Naval Academy. I, I thought it was saying yeah, himself he himself nicknamed him. him. Fool. Anyway, I still love the little general. Okay, your next player. Yes, Armin Gilliam. Oh, hey, are. It sounds hey, you like got, a deodorant. Armin what? <laughs> Armin Tanzarian. No, that's a different Armin. Uh, Armin Gilliam. Armin Gilliam. He was in... It's a, a, Blue uh, chips. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Who wasn't? Uh, it's a name... It's a guy who was in the NBA for years. Because I, uh, I, it's one, another one of those players that um, kind of comes up that you, you're very familiar with the name. I couldn't tell you much about him, to be honest. Should we look him up quickly? But I know... I can guarantee he was in the NBA for at least, like, did you see the back of his card here? 10, it's awesome. 15 seasons. No. Is it as good as Jason Kidd's mask one? Uh, yeah. 
I like it as much as that. Look at that pose. That's pretty cool. <laughs> He's giving you like the, can we add that as like an icon of the 90s? That's going to be an inst- the next icon of the 90s Instagram post is the back of Armin Gilliam. I take it back. Just because I don't know him doesn't mean I don't think he's a okay, badass. Let me, let me read you something about Armin. Wow, uh, he was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he... he averaged over 10 a game. Yeah. Oh, this might make you remember who he was. He played for a year at the Pittsburgh Explosion. Ah, that's what was tickling my brain. <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> um, yeah, UNLV. Uh, a little bit before the Larry Johnson era, I think. He was a second overall pick in the 1987 draft. What? And he played, yeah, see, he played 13 years in the NBA. So, yeah, one of those players who had just been around for a All rookie first team, uh, second team All American in 87. Uh, that might have been in college. Yeah, it was. Uh, he won a gold medal with the USA team in Spain, 1986. That would have been when he was... Because, you know, USA was always college players. Gold medal winner, second pick in a draft. Why do we not know more about him? Here's the two reasons, I think. One is, you, as you know, lottery picks are often gambles. You, you go for, like, athleticism and ability, and you just hope that they can be consistent in the NBA, right? Yeah. Now, the second major thing, which I think hurts us in this particular era, is we're about... Five years away from knowing like every player that we look at. This is true. In his in Gillum's first year in college, I was just born, and you were still a couple of years away I from was being 13, born. So. <laughs> um, but that's a big challenge. I honestly feel like if we go into when we were in high school, we would know so many more players. Oh wow! What a great nickname. Oh, I love nicknames. Well, the nickname is kind of generic, but the reason is great. He's the hammer. I, that's right. I just made the reference to Arm and Hammer from the deodorant. That's why I made my joke at the beginning. Didn't you hear me? What was your joke? I said, I called him a deodorant. You're presuming I know what Arm and Hammer is. I thought it was baking powder. Well, it's also a deodorant. <laughs> I don't know what awesome. it is. That's awesome. My joke was prescient. Well, I just did my regular thing of just humoring you by smiling <laughs> yeah. and hoping that you'd move yeah, on yeah. to... I thought you were, I just thought you were drunk. Oh, you idiots. You smiled at me and you acted like you knew what I was saying. Anyway... Gilliam was selected to play in the 1986 World Championships. The team fielded college standouts such as David Mi- the Admiral Robinson, yeah. Kenny Smith, Kenny the Jet, Tommy Amaka, mm. Tom Hammonds, Charles D. Smith, or Charles Smith, Charles Smith, if it's the other, <laughs> Derek McKee, who's come up in here actually, and Lute Olsen from Arizona. I know him. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. The international community did not consider the team a medal contender, but they advanced to the championship game and contended against the heavily favored rushers for the gold medal. Overcoming great odds, they won the tournament. So Whoa, hats off to Armin. Was this a fun fact or was this a... Uh, this is from his Wikipedia page. Hats off to Armin. Um, badass player that I criminally underrated and I'm glad I got to know him. Okay. Hey, you got a, you got a serviceable player here. Now, I know I've said that in the past and screwed it up. I don't think this is one of those cases. Is it a hologram card that I can't draft? <laughs> it's not an. It's not that. But um, it's Nate McMillan, another coach who came up we after before, Avery right? Johnson last time. I right. got I got confused with Dale Ellis, but they both came up next to each other I in round ones pack. If there's any, there's not. But I'm going to ask anyway. If there's any super fan of Magic in the Blacktop who's like our stats guy, let's see if that's true. That Ian claims that it went Avery Johnson, Nate McMillan back to back before. I think it was the other way around. I think it was Nate McMillan and Avery, but they were back-to-back. Well, I'm calling out to our stats freaks, the diehards who listen to each episode four or five times and have spreadsheets and data. So you're either talking to Ricky, Darren, and Matt. Chris Dudley. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Nate McMillan, great player, one of the Supersonics. 
so listen to this right still, now you're still coaching the indiana pacers you've Sorry, got I was, I was just kind of choking there. still coaching the indiana pacers <laughs> you've got two coaches and a gm right now i've, I've uh, i think actually uh, i think joe dumas was not gm but like what is there a difference between gm and like president of basketball operations yes is that really the i thought that gm was the president of basketball general manager no, I know what GM means. <laughs> well, I'm not convinced you do. <laughs> um, but that's clearly not the president, is it? Uh, Doesn't well, the GM hire the president or the other way around? I thought, no, the, the president would hire the GM. Which I thought it was, I don't the, the owner would hire the GM, I would I think. I don't know how these things work. Well, I want to know now because even though Nate McMillan was not a... He's coach. He's coach of the... Um, I know, but he's he was an NBA executive of the year that usually goes to... Who? Uh, Nate McMillan? No, I'm sorry. Joe Dumars. He was the president of basketball operations of 2001. I don't know what the difference is. So to all of our stat heads who listen to... Well, Joe, to- after we tag you, chime in. What is the difference between a GM and... and Very and funny. All right, well, that's who you've got. Uh, what's my number three, man? Your number three was the 10th pick in the 1985 draft. That's a good number. It's so still a lottery. So he's been in the league 10 years at this point. Um, oh, the 1985 draft. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh boy, that's tough because now we're getting guys who were drafted in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you're on this one. Ed Pickney. Cool. Can I see him? No. <laughs> you mean, there we go. Is it is it Buck Vin Baker's? Oh is no! It, at this point in his career, he was uh, one of Vin Baker's teammates. All right, I'll tell you what. If you can get within five of his career high, I'll slam this German beer. Career high. Or season high of the thing. You know what I mean? Like in a the, game high, right? Yeah, game. <laughs> I didn't say any of that right. Um. Game high. Well, if you're in the league 10 years, you must have a few standout games. I reckon one game he got... This is an NCAA champion, by the way. I reckon he got 34 points. Oh, thank you. God, you were so close to being within five. The highest that we got here is 27. Okay. Maybe I was giving a bit but too much credit. But that was like 33 is the cutoff there. So if you had gone 1.0, I'd have to chug that whole beer yeah. and the podcast would have suffered. Yeah. No, but Ed Pickney, you didn't tell me. You missed this important detail because he never looks at the cards. What's that? Traded to, drafted by the Raptors. Drafted, so it is their no, first year. No, he wasn't. He's what? been in the year 10 years. No, the expansion draft. Oh, okay. Look, you can barely see it. It takes a keen eye of talent to see that. That one's especially difficult to read, isn't it? Yeah. Um, went to the Raptors. Did he play a game? Because a lot of these players who went to the I Raptors... I know, you mentioned that last time. Didn't actually do anything there so but, he was drafted uh, on the expansion draft by yeah Tirana you're right yeah so uh, Ed Pickney, uh probably not going to be your choice I imagine well it's, it's still up for debate I'm That's not right. counting anybody out next but how about how about your next guy he is a member of the Phoenix Suns and you know that Charles Barkley played for the Suns and you were begging so maybe you're getting closer like we're inching there this is not a bad player Ian is it Charles Barkley it's Kevin Johnson KJ, no! Yeah! Now I've got a dilemma. You've got a dilemma, my now friend. I've got a massive dilemma. You've got a dilemma. I hate dilemmas because I'm going to get abused one way or another, you regardless of who I You Tokyo. Pick. Never knows they're going to find you, man. I nearly understood that sentence. <laughs> I don't think I understood that <laughs> sentence, so let me repeat it. You live in Tokyo. Nobody's ever going to find you. Yeah. Joe Dumas. But Kevin Johnson, former mayor of Sacramento... He saved Sacramento. I the city. Yep. Oh, they were, I think we're not getting political on this podcast. I think Gomorrah or <laughs> Mothra. Mothra attacked. was. Uh, uh, yeah. No. Okay. Um, Kevin. No, he saved the team. He. he, he oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. He when saved they were the gonna, when they were when they were thinking of moving them to 
Seattle where it was. Which is bullshit because they left Kansas City to go to Sacramento in the first place. So KJ is not cool in my book. But wasn't that like 50 years ago? It was in the 80s. All right, here's what you got. He's Dream Team 2, I think. Did it say anything? 94? Yeah, that would have been. That yep. would have been him and Shaq and uh, even your guy came along for a cup of coffee. Ron um, Harper? No, Marley. Dan Marley was oh, part Thunder of that Dan. Yeah. A cup of coffee. He remembers. I'm I teaching him. I remembered it. I remember when I was first getting into basketball, everyone wanted the Kevin Johnson cons, converse. Oh, you're right. React, I think. No, not react. That's, I don't know what it was. But it, him and it was Kevin Johnson and Larry Grandmama Johnson. Just posters of that era are really what kind of this whole podcast is all about. I mean, he and I mean, like, I remember him from, uh, I mean, for several things, including Sacramento being saved by them. But man, this guy was a sick player. He was great. What a point guard. This point, is... uh, listen to this. A point guard who, who had career, or game highs of 38, 44, 32, yeah. 42, 31. Uh, I've... Each season, this guy could go off for 30. I've got a massive dilemma now. Yeah, a three-time NBA All-Star, four-time NBA All-Second Team, and this was in the you know a point guard heavy, guard heavy era. Yeah. So to make the second team, still pretty good. Uh, All-NBA third team, NBA Most Improved Player. Uh, he and you know what? The guy won the J. Walter Kennedy Citizenship Award, something I've never even been considered for. So have you not? Well, I Kansas City doesn't have an equivalent, uh, unfortunately. Uh, You've got yourself a real decision here with Joe Dumars and KJ. Good luck, my friend. And the pack's not done. You've got more. I would, you... say, I would say that Kevin Johnson is definitely one of the most underrated point guards of all time. Yeah, I think so. Do you, not, know, do you not think so? No, I do. And I, I, I also remember that he... Re- did, I, I might be wrong about this. So didn't he retire and then like unretire to come back for a year? They needed him. They needed his services back <laughs> Man, after it. I guess he's just a superhero. I really love that dream team. I actually enjoy watching. Uh, there's a, You can see from... The, they had a tournament in Toronto. I guess it was the World Basketball Championship. It's like 94 or something like that in Toronto. And it was Dream Team 2. And I enjoy watching that more than the actual Dream Team games. Because it's Kevin Johnson. It's Mark Price. It was Shaq. It was... Thunder Dan was involved. It was a great. It was. He a great, was involved. <laughs> was he like in the planning but that, stages? But um, but uh, I think Clyde Drexler may have been in that as well. But uh, yeah, it just kind of makes you realize how good he was when you watch those highlights. Uh, a okay. pure scorer too. So I mean, you've got yourself a real decision to make. Okay. Um, can you try to make it interesting for me? Because right now we're just sitting on Clyde. Um, do I know this player? You do. Okay. It's Googs. Tom Gugliotta it's again? It's Tom Gugliotta. Not again. It's the first time we've had him. Is it, what? Really? Yeah. We haven't had this guy yet? We've not had Googs. Have I just been playing <laughs> NBA Jam endlessly? <laughs> if you're getting all your facts about these cards from NBA Jam, that, that would explain a lot. It Go- does. It's Wait, Tom Gugliotta. You're Googs. <laughs> you're Googs. I'm not drafting Gugliotta. Why not? Uh, I mean, make the case. Okay. He's... Mm. He's probably got a nice house. I oh, okay, great. So um, real estate. He, he might probably so does. Uh, he probably has a okay. Let me ask summer you vacation once a year. Why do most people my age, and I'm 36, and like my friends or my era, why do we all know who Tom Gugliotta is? Is it the name? Is it Gugliotta? I think that's got something to do with it. And Googs is Googs. kind of a fun, just a funny name. He was good, though. You told me the case is he's got a nice house or maybe a summer vacation here and there. Well, uh, let's, be, let's be honest. I, yeah. can, I cannot make a case for Tom Gugliotta over Clyde Drexler. I'm not going to do it. But Tom Gugliotta was a very serviceable player, a very good player. He played for the legendary Jimmy V at North Carolina State. Man, if, you've not seen Jimmy the, v- if you've not seen the Jimmy V story in the movie, please. I haven't seen the movie, but I'm deeply familiar with Jimmy V, Jim Valvano. And... 
everybody knows the image of him after they win the championship. He's running along the court yeah. looking for yeah, someone yeah, to yeah, hug. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, it brings me back to Dickie V, which I'm not going to impersonate this week. But, <laughs> but Jim Valvano, it's awesome that he played for it. He him. played for him. He was a big player at NC State. He played for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different teams. So I think, I think that why class is do a gentleman. I, why does everyone know him? Short answer to your story is that he was a good player. But You don't average 13 points, seven rebounds, Game but the other guy, over, the over a Arm and Hammer, was way better. Well, yeah, but again, he's 10 years before. That's probably why we don't Fair know enough. him. But Tom Guglielmo was probably, at this point, 95, 96, he was in his third season, or he just had his third season, averaging uh, over his three seasons 14.8 points a game. So he was a serviceable big man. He was very good, and he lasted a long time in the NBA. So Now, look, you've had... There's not been a single card that you have not been intimately... Well, that sounds weird. That you haven't been familiar with. You, I've been doing nothing to these cards. <laughs> no, I mean, wow. I mean, you, you know all the players we've we've talked about. Well, not really. But. Here's another one that you'll know. AC Green. Yeah. Iron Man. That's Tony Stark. That is... <laughs> what? what? AC's been in the league for quite some time, right? Yeah. This is uh, 10 years in. Well, I know the thing that everyone knows about AC Green, like, like kind of the stat that followed me around, isn't really his basketball. It's that he was... Um... He was celibate? Uh, yeah, he. I, I, I'm pretty sure, unless I've just... Um, oh, you might want to fact check that. Or, or maybe that was just his character on um, Eddie, the movie we talked about before. <laughs> but no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that AC Green was celibate. He was. Uh, he was saving himself for marriage. He was saving himself for. Well, I don't know. Maybe his wife. There's no conclusion. We don't know the full answer. But that's a very fascinating thing. Can you give me some stats about AC Green, please? Uh, Yeah, he was on the Lakers. He was drafted by them in '85, and he spent, according to this card. He spent a majority of his career there, but right now he's on the Suns. So last week we had what do we have? We had we talked about the Iceman. We talked about George Gervin. Yeah, we did briefly talked about the Iceman. We talked about the Mailman. We talked about the Trash Man. <laughs> was there another man? I, I'm pretty sure uh, the Plastic man. man. The Plastic Man. Says you want. And AC Green, Iron Man. Do you know why is the Iron Man? Um, he never missed a game in eight years. Yeah, he had the most consi- most consecutive NBA games. Is it a record of all time? Yeah, yeah. which is hold on, I'm gonna look that. I'm not gonna know that number off the top of my head. One thousand one hundred and ninety-two consecutive regular season games. AC freaking green. So maybe celibacy's got something. <laughs> well, if, if you can play one thousand one hundred ninety-two games without getting injured, uh, and yeah. people say that's why I've never missed a podcast. Hold on, can I just read this a little bit again? Uh, so looking at his page, AC Green was a devout Christian, known for proclaiming his that he began and ended his NBA career as a virgin bachelor. During his rookie year, his teammates uh, sent a woman to tempt him to compromise his commitment. Green responded by calmly quoting scripture. That must have been interesting <laughs> for the for the for that the poor woman. Poor woman just turned up at his hotel room. It's like, uh, and he said. Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. The path of the righteous man is beset by all sides of the. In anyway. Yeah, that's probably what he said to her. Well, the guy averaged about thirty blocks a season. Not bad. He he got progressively better at passing the ball, reaching okay. into the triple digits and assists. And his career game high was a thirty five point smackdown in nineteen ninety four. A C Green. C Green. What a guy. All right. Let me hear the Clyde the Glides rival. It is. Oh, my God. And I think you're definitely going to pick this player over Clyde the Glide, No, I will not. You're giving me some hologram Professor Dunk nonsense bullshit. No, you've got John Stockton. Oh, no! Stop! Do I really? Yes, you do. No! So, so part of me is sad because you've got the greatest point guard we've ever known. 
part of me is happy because now you have to make a del- you've got a dilemma you've got a choice to make where were these cars the last five weeks what's going on you don't know how much can you please, I like can, you, can you please stop shouting my neighbours will knock on the door <laughs> okay so John Stockton what do God. you have you heard of him who John Stockton yes yes no <laughs> okay this is immensely difficult. Oh, God. Gonzaga's oh, favorite no. son. Well, Dan Dickow. Gonzaga's second, second favorite, favorite son. son. John Stockton. Oh, man. This is so brutal. I mean, I don't think we even need to talk about his co- all-time well, leader no, in steals, all-time leader in assists. It's not even close. Jason yeah. Kidd was probably the closest thing we've had to a John Stockton since John Stockton. It's, you know, it's not no, a wonder no, no. Think why. About it. it's think not about this wa- carefully. Okay. Think about, uh, is there any other point guard that you can think of who's... who's Prioritized passing, that many is. Who's number two in assists of all time, you think? All time? Yeah. Uh, it might well be Jason Kidd. If it's Jason Kidd, I'll I eat mean, my shoe. Whoever it is, it's it's quite a drop-off. I think it's Jason Kidd. You might have the all-time leader and do, do, do you want me to check? No, nah, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stunned right now. I found my phone. I, I'm picking up the pieces. This, oh, my God. I, I, let me do it. Let me do it. No, I said steals. That's not what I wanted. I want to. Well, both steals and assists. He leads both categories, and it's I not know. even quite. It's like it's, it's like by four thousand. It's like no one's gonna, no one currently playing today is probably gonna get it. It's, it is uh, Jason Kidd. It is Jason Kidd. So let's just have a look. So assists. John Stockton has fifteen thousand eight hundred and six, which nearly sixteen k. Mental, and then John, Jason Kidd has twelve thousand ninety one. That's absurd. That's like like in baseball in do America. You know who third is. Uh, Can you guess? Steve Nash. Yeah. Is it Steve Nash? It is Steve Nash. Who's yeah. number four? I just want to know. It's not Jamal Tinsley. I know that. If I had to guess, it would be either Magic or Hand Down, Man Down. It is. It is. It is. It is Magic. It is. No, it's Action Mark Jackson. Uh, anyway. It, it is Action Mark. Hey, I know my point guards. It's six. Okay. So, Ian, this is tougher than I feel like it is, though. What? <laughs> I think most people would just instantly pick John Stockton. We talked about shooting guards being a I know premium in this I league. I know, and there's so are you, many good. Are point you going to get Jordan? If you get Jordan, you're fine. If you get Clyde again, you're fine. Are you going to get those two? Oh my God, John Stockton, one of the goats. Are you going to be known as the guy who passes up John Stockton? This is it. <laughs> oh, are, these, so, are you stupid? Either way, I hope people lambast you mercilessly for it. It's not fair. I love Clyde. So John Stockton. Um, Damn it. They had a like a, a massive Zoom call with loads of former NBA stars. Did you see that? It was probably about three or four months ago. I now. didn't hear a single and word you just said. I'm still thinking about okay, a podcast. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep telling my story. Um, so there was a Zoom call. A Zoom call. And they asked John Stockton if there's anyone in the league who play who reminds him of himself. And he said Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> <laughs> So he's got a sense of humour. He's the all-time leader in steals. He's the all-time leader in assists. Um, there's a great thing. Have you ever seen the documentary? Where they, have you ever seen the documentary where they talk about the dream team? And it's in Barcelona. And obviously, those guys are superstars. Like that was the biggest part of the Olympics. It was the, the dream team, you know. And then he could go walking on his own. Well, sorry, with his family down Las Ramblas, like the main drag in Barcelona, and not get noticed by a single person. And there's a great video where he sees uh, a lady wearing like one of those old caricature NBA shirts with the dream team on it and, she, and he goes up to him and he's like oh you, you like the dream team he's like yeah and she's like, who's your favourite player he's like, oh Michael Jordan and his, his daughter like points at the t-shirt and she's like daddy oh <laughs> and, the, and the woman's like oh I'm so sorry do you play on the team he's like yeah I do but um, it was just amazing that he was the one player from the whole team who could just go out and walk around no one noticed him so anyway 
I can't think of a more iconic, you know, he played the game the right way. And he was humble, he was respectful, and he was a damn good basketball player. He was player. great. He was uh, one... We won't dedicate too much more time to John Stockton, although he massively yeah. deserves it. We yeah. did the whole show on John Stockton. <laughs> but I remember one of my favorite stories as well was uh, Alonzo Mourning. I think it was... I'm pretty sure it was Alonzo Mourning. One of his house parties? And uh, no, <laughs> this is... Uh, well, I, don't, I don't see John Stockton <laughs> going to these houses. He might have done. I don't know. But He but, still had the chest hair peeking out of the jersey. <laughs> but there was uh, there's a great story. I think it was Alonzo Mourning. Um, told it where he was they were playing against him and Alonzo tells his coach he's like, I'm going to I'm going to set a pick so hard on Stockton I'm going to knock it I'm going to you know I'm going to shake him up for the game I'm going to uh, not injure him but I'm going to like you know send set, a message going to send a message and apparently Zoe set a pick I hope it was Alonzo morning I'm getting this wrong I think, I'm pretty sure it was and he set that really hard pick John Stockton fell to the ground like, he's like it's the hardest pick I've ever set in my life John Stockton gets up smacks him on the arse he's like yeah nice pick <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what John Stockton will do to me after this podcast. He'll give me a slap on the ass and say, nice pick. Oh, well, that maybe alludes to who you're going to... So, bad news coming up. Okay. I I teased you last week. You got a good guy on the Knicks, and he's so good. He'd be happy. He's a center. Is it Patrick Ewing? It's the hologram again. The same damn thing. I'm so sorry, man. That's right. That's right. But you have at least. Do we have a Patrick Ewing hologram yet, or is that? I think what? that was last week, didn't I tease you? Was it you? Patrick Ewing? Uh, yeah. I... Oh yeah, you're right. We've had Shaq. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, you're right. So we've we've got Shaq, which I looked up these cards. Shaq, of the I looked up the value of them. That Shaq hologram the Shaq. is the most expensive. We got a Shaq. We we've got, got a Scotty. Money? We got a Shaq, a Scotty Pippen, and two Patrick Ewing. Now we have two now. Patrick Ewings. The Shaq hologram is the most valuable card in the deck. We can the whole get, deck? We can get, right now, a cool $2.50. Oh, my God. That's not even a Shack pack. <laughs> it's not even, can we it's add in two Patrick Ewings for yeah, it? It's considerably less than what we paid per card, I think, at this point. Um, but, Son yeah. of a... Well, okay. You got the, the, the insert hologram of Patrick Ewing. Um, not ideal. Unfortunately, you cannot draft him. I don't like these holograms because they count as an insert. And they count as a card. But they also, because you still get the two other inserts as yeah, well. Yeah, they take out one of your chances. So maybe we should make the holograms regular players, and I'll take Patrick Ewing. Thank you Oh, very, very good. All right, what's my next guy? Please don't let me have another tough decision unless it's MJ. We've had him before. I remember talking about him. Um, we didn't know much about him then, so I don't think much has changed in the last couple. Willie Anderson. Did I throw him in your face? No, it was a different <laughs> that was one. Doug Overton, I think. No, it wasn't. That was, uh, that was we were. <laughs> Doug uh, Williams, who threw in my face. No, I'm pretty sure it wasn't him either. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. The statistician will tell us. Uh, can I see the card? Don't chuck it at me. Anyway, Willie Anderson um, is clearly not going to be a pick. Nope. Yep. You ready for your next guy? Yep. Oh, shit. I got to make sure I say this right. That's a bad omen. <laughs> it's it's hard to... Re- ah, okay. I can see it now. Uh, Khalid Reeves. Yeah. Uh, big guy. He's a guard. And he's quite small. Small guy. <laughs> he's a small guy. I'm thinking of Bryant Reeves. I'm thinking of Big Country. You think, and he's like... Khalid Reeves. Can I, I think you weighed as much as him when you were in your bad shape. <laughs> I probably weighed more, I reckon. I know, uh, it's quite close. Yeah, uh, I did weigh more. He's nine, <laughs> I, was, I was 93 kilograms in my head. <laughs> Khalid Reeves. No, um, he's good. He's from Queens, New York. We love a, we love a New York. Love we New love Yorkers. a New York point guard. Rod Strickland is in this group as well. Rod Strickland is a card. I'd love be in to see Rod show up. I'd still rather have Kevin Johnson. But um, well, in 1999, I don't. I don't want to call him a journeyman, but in 1999, 
He played for five different teams. Are you kidding me? Oh <laughs> in, 19, in 1999. Is that possible? He played for the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. The Detroit Pistons. Aris. Oh. Pau Orthez. Oh. And then he worked his way back with the Chicago Bulls. But then next year, he was at the, the following year, he was at the Grand Rapids Hoops. So, I don't know. Um, I think you mentioned like two Final Fantasy characters in there. Well, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he was a McDonald's All-American MVP. So he was clearly a very good high school player. Um, he is currently assistant coach of his high school alma mater, Christ the King. Let's just go over that one more time. He's the assistant coach yep. of a high school team. Hey, don't look down on the guy, man. He's he's gone back to he fits into our things we're talking about. He's gone back to his old stomping grounds, and he's now an assistant. I would look coach. up to him because he's six foot three, but <laughs> I think I draft you over him. But yeah, average seven point eight points a game. Yeah, he's all right. He's don't you dare give me Mitchell Butler, your next player. Yeah, he's an all-time great. Mm, bench warmer. Part of the dream team too. What? Are you kidding me? I have another tough call. He's got his own chocolate bar. Is it Thunder Dan? It's Thunder Dan. Hey! <laughs> I, I, I mean, at this point, you're probably just happy to have Thunder Dan back. Yeah, I think he's going to give me some consultation. It's good like, for him to come and check in on the, on the blockers, see how they're doing. He just wants to know what's going on, man. He's, he's curious. He's like, he's, he's, he's like, Pete, I've heard you got a tough choice this week. Wow, this is tough. I can, see, Dan... I can see you and Thunder Dan in the boardroom, his arm around you, your head in your hands trying to... Oh, I don't know what to do. I don't want to think about it, but it's anyway, cool that Thunder Dan's back. Is Thunder Dan. Thunder Dan Marley. I'm still glad I drafted him. He's a great player. I, I'm so happy. Okay. So uh, I think we if we, we spoke at length to at length him. about All right, Thunder so, Dan, so let's move on. And but, he's yeah. on my damn team. Yeah. <laughs> this is your last card, man. What? I'm oh, yeah, sorry. I had, a, I had a hologram, didn't I? Um, I'm unfamiliar with him, but he played alongside Sean Kemp and Gary Payton. His name is Byron Houston. Byron Houston. Supersonics. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he played along. <laughs> Are you Sean impressed Kemp. by my knowledge? Uh, yeah, you've really worked out that riddle. Congratulations. I really want a Supersonics baseball cap. It's one of the, like the two things I a look baseball for. Baseball cap? Like an old cap. <laughs> but How Mitchell could you have so much wrong in three sentences? Mitchell and Ness do caps. They don't fit my head well. My head's too odd shaped. They're too round. So I need a new era one. But the new era ones aren't as good as the... Can we just talk no about, can we just talk about, about the Sonics for a while? I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Who? can I tell you something else that you'll like? Interesting. This chair won't stop squeaking. Um, it's His name's Byron Houston. He's a player for the Sonics. And wow, what a player. Uh, you know, National Hockey League. You know hockey, right? Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a sport it. that they have an ice rink. They announced a new team in Seattle. They have an expansion team coming. It's called the Kraken. Ooh, I thought he was going to call it. So it's called the Houston's. How does that excite you? I know you drink that exclusively as your rum of choice. I'm drinking it right now. So why don't we buy some Kraken jerseys and uh, do a year of uh, like 2015, 2016 NHL oh, draft? They're coming now out, they're like, doing it. Like, it's like a brand new team. They just announced it two days ago. This, the, the, the Seattle, Seattle Kraken. Kraken. I'm a fan. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Let's, Let's get jerseys. All right. All right. And we'll also... And is that, is that the length of our... That's our Byron Houston. Byron Houston yeah. knowledge. That's... Well, maybe for your jersey, we can put like Houston on the back. And for mine, we'll put like... I'd rather not. <laughs> Um, can we look at some? Can we just look him up? We, neither of us know anything. About I want to tell you one thing. Are you ready? Okay. In ninety four, why 90... is that squeaking? Sorry, that's really, is it's, it, it's why the, has the chair never made that sound before? Ch- I'm fat. All right. Since last week, have you gained? Like... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure is it not. When they wouldn't notice me, I started rocking back and forth in this chair, needing Twix bars. What's his name again? Sorry. His name is Byron Houston. Can you get it right? 
Can I tell you this? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. In 94-95, mm-hmm. he had six assists, mm-hmm. 13 steals, mm-hmm. five blocks, and he averaged 3.4 a game. Mm-hmm. That was his season totals. Oh, God. Six assists. Well, he, I know the name because he did play for... Um, How all, do you know the name? Saying, he, he the Warriors? He did play for the Warriors. He didn't play of much for the Warriors. Of course you know played, his he, damn he played, name. He, he played for the Warriors. Do you know my favorite fact about Byron Houston? He's, <laughs> he can't get his name right. What's your favorite fact? That his hometown is called Watonga. Which is, oh, a, wow. funny, which is a funny name. Come on. Watonga? Yeah. Ah, you know what? He's. I mean, he obviously made it to the NBA, so he's a good player. But he pales in comparison to my final pick, who is... He's a Professor Dunk. What? I don't have any more cards? He was a former Professor Dunk. Is it Brandon Dogier? Uh, Are you trying to say David Benoit? Yes! <laughs> yes! How do I know that? And yes, it is David Benoit. <laughs> Did you know I, I don't was going to say that? I don't know. But it is David Benoit. It's funny. Benoit is a difficult thing to pronounce because there was um, ben, Benoit... Benoit Benjamin, who I'm pretty sure they... It's not in there, but they add an N. And it's spelt the same as David Benoit. What did I say? God knows, I don't know. I, I think I might have tried to say Austin Crozier, who was like an Indiana Pacer. <laughs> I know Austin Crozier. Is. Yeah, I think, but so David Benoit was a good, was a decent player. Uh, at this point, he'd only been he'd been at the Jazz for four years. Uh, do you remember what was his stat? That what was his was he a fun fact or Professor Dunk? He's a Professor Dunk. Wasn't he was he? a PD. Um, do you want to look up what was his Professor Dunk's? Uh... Do they have little notations in the back? I think yeah, so. they do. They do. They do. They do. What was his? Do you remember what was yeah. his? Uh... Are you kidding me? Do I remember? <laughs> David Benoit? Oh, yeah. Come on. How? You don't remember the fun fact that I, I mentioned about David Benoit? Was that, it that he, he was friends with Carmelo? Occasion, no, no, Occasionally no. they spoke it, off court? No. no, it was great. An NBA slam dunk championship participant in 1993. Come on. How can you be a slam dunk professor when you're a participant in an event that you didn't win? He's more qualified than you. How do you know? You've never seen me. You've has anyone seen you? <laughs> no, but if the I'm telling you, if the rims were like six feet, I would do a better dunk than David Benoit could I've, do. I've just looked up his um, Wikipedia page. It's a hell of an intro. Are you ready for this? Yeah. David Benoit, born May 9th, nineteen sixty eight, is an American former professional basketball player in the small forward position. You've got me intrigued. That's it. What? That's the whole thing. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. He was an American. That's it. Doesn't they have? I think. I think you've got. I think you've got more than that, I don't you? you? Go to my Wikipedia. I have ten more words than he does. It doesn't even say his dunking credentials. He did play in the Shanghai Sharks and the Hitachi Sunrockers. Well, we might know Yao Ming. That's kind of just generalizing a whole nation, but okay. Yao Ming is the president of the Shanghai Sharks. You massive <laughs> racist. I need to say because he's Chinese. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I think he owns them. He actually owns the team. Wow, he played at the Hitachi Sunrockers. No, 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 the last one, the Saitama Who-Handers. Oh, the Saitama... (laughs) Wow, what a few teams to play for. He played for the Shark towards the end of his career from 2001 to 2007. Stop. Can you shut up, please? Compose yourself. (laughs) Please compose yourself. I'm tagging Yao Ming. I'm tagging Yao Ming in the... That's so bad. I tried to catch you. <laughs> Hold All on. right. Hold on. In the last few years of his career, he played for... Not many people can say this. They played for the Sharks, the Sunrockers, the Snow Bears, and the Broncos. <laughs> the Turncoats? 
the Broncos, the Snow Bear. I like the Utah Snow Bears. That's a cool oh, name. But he, like, he, yeah, played, yeah. he played in Japan for like four years. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to that's get to. Cool. During and my both around here, Hitachi Sun Rockers, which is Ibaraki, not far from here, and then Saitama Broncos, which is very close to here. So, um, yeah, he was... Um, the Saitama Broncos. Again, another Southern boy, Louisiana, Lafayette, Louisiana. Again, another member of uh, Alabama's Crimson Tide. So. All right. Anyway, well, this... I've embarrassed myself thoroughly in this week's episode. Are you ready for your fun fact? Uh, I, I am, yeah. You got the mailman, Carl Malone. You can't go wrong with some fun facts about Carl Malone. The mailman has a consecutive games played streak of 303 games. That is weak when you built up AC Green. Well, I was going to say, when you look at AC Green with four times that yeah yeah that's uh, all right that's one fun fact car malone passed the 2000 point mark for the eighth straight season and 21,000 points for his nba career with a 31 point effort against seattle on april 4th 1995 on the year malone ranked fourth in the nba in scoring 26.7 points per game and ninth in rebounding 10.6 well I'm, i'm pretty sure this might blow your mind actually but i'm pretty sure well, you might already know this. I might be not. I might not be giving you enough credit. I think Carl Malone is the second all-time high scorer in NBA history. I'm almost positive he is. Wilt Chamberlain's first. Yeah, and or uh, is it Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? It's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is first. Yeah, and then, and then I think it's Carl Malone, which is kind of when you think about it. It's yeah, kinda... when you think about having John Stockton dishing the ball. Again, I will say this to the end, but. I was going to say something about John Stockton, but we'll say it for our review at the end of the cards. Okay, are you ready for, what would you like first, a fun fact or a I Professor my... Dunk? I, uh, I want the Professor Dunk first. The Professor Dunk, known for bringing a gun to practice and choking out a coach. It's a Charles Brewer. He could dunk, but I wouldn't say he was known as for a dunker, really. I mean, he's a good dunker. Like He was a, he's a guard who like drove and he was a shooter. He certainly wasn't known as I a dunker. I would put him as an adjunct faculty. Again, like yeah. these are not professors of dunking. Hakeem is the only one with, with like tenure. Well, yeah, he's got tenure for sure. I thought there was one more that we had that was, I mean, Vin the Baker Baker. You mm. can make the case because yeah. he didn't All have right, range. Do you want to hear his professor dunk? But you know, Spreewell is interesting. He, did he play with Sam Cassell? Yeah, Sam, yeah, in the black Timberwolves kit, I can remember, I can picture him and Sam Cassell. Yeah, in that. yeah, yeah. So it was after Sam Cassell because Sam Cassell was obviously at Houston for a lot of his career, but then he went to Timberwolves. So yeah, I think they probably were on the Timberwolves together at some point. Why did why 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 did you bring that? Can you picture them or? You know, Spreewell, it's kind of weird. I always really liked him as a player, and then they'd be like, "Well, he choked PJ Calism," and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, but practices can get kind of wild." And, and he also friends, brought... Didn't he bring a... Oh, no. No, he didn't bring a gun. No, that was you just just being an awful human being. No, it was last week. I think it was... Someone brought the gun in for Latrell's pretty well. <laughs> I don't think... He no, has like a to use it on him. Oh, <laughs> no. against him. Yeah, it was um, in 1995. Spreewell scrapped with Warriors teammate Jerome Kersey and returned to practice carrying a two-by-four. So Latrell's gone home. He's got a lump of wood. <laughs> Wait, what? He reportedly threatened to return again with a gun. So it was. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out who had the gun. I, no, no, no. Or... I want to go back to the two by four. Have you ever been so mad at me? And we've had our fair share of arguments where you've walked outside, found a. a I wanted to go four. hacksaw Jim Duggan on you. <laughs> yeah, and then walk back and threaten me with a hunk of wood. Pretty much every week. Yeah, you don't know the restraint. <laughs> you don't know the restraint I show not to murder you every time we do this. I just can't believe that. During a Golden State Warriors practice in 1997, Spreewell snapped, choking PJ Collismo, like you said, mm-hmm. before returning about 20 minutes later to continue the assault. <laughs> what? He, is that what it says? He got so mad after he, he left, he came back. After he but choked hold on, the guy? It's not all bad, though, because Spreewell deemed the punishment too harsh. 
I wasn't choking PJ that hard. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he could still breathe. That was a direct quote from the trolls. <laughs> I mean, it's a valid defense. So anyway, Professor Dunk, the Trail Spree World. Um, did I read the card? I can't remember if I did the actual card. No. Okay, you ready for this? Yes. Perhaps the greatest find of the 1992 NBA draft. That is true. He was a he was a relatively late draft pick. The Trail Spreewell has gone from an unheard of late first round choice, number 24, to a two-time NBA All-Star. His game is highlighted by breathtaking moves to the hoop that often culminate in it with a jackhammer slam dunk. A jackhammer. Don't hear that too often. So. There we go. There's your Professor Dunk. What have I got? This is my last card? It is. And I think that in the archaic episode of, you know, it seems like ages ago, in episode one, you said if we got a checklist, there was some certain penalty. Oh, yeah, to do a shot of Kraken. Is that what it was? Is it a checklist? I got our checklist, the first one. Oh, that's the coolest looking card we've had. Though. It Look is. At that. It is the coolest. I think it, it's the cover of the box. It, uh, no, same player. It's the same... Do you know that is? It's the same. It's Michael Jordan. <laughs> it's the box cover. Look. Yeah, but this one's all kind of like cooler. They've they've done something with the artwork or something. I don't know. So we've got our our checklist one hundred six to two ten. Okay. Which means we're still missing one hundred to one hundred five. God knows. But okay, checklist card can't really do much with that. Although I dare, I would say you can do more with that checklist than you can with your fun fact card. You ready for this? Yeah. It's the big dog. Kevin Pritchard. Never heard of him in my entire life. You never heard of Kevin Pritchard? No, you know him? Yeah. Are you serious? He's... I can't tell if you're joking. No, no, no. I've this guy? Of... Yeah. Kevin Pritchard, I think, is an executive now. Is he? Is his fun fact that he's an executive? Or... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Kevin Pritchard, that sounds... Did he go to uh, uh, Duke or UNC? I don't know. It doesn't give you that much detail. But, but let me just read out his two facts. You ready? Yes. Well, they're not really facts, but... Uh, yeah, he's the... Vancouver took... Bryant Reeves, a center from Oklahoma State with their first ever... <laughs> Sorry, the fun fact card on... Kevin Pritchard's fun fact is Vancouver took Bryant Reeves, a center from Oklahoma State with their first ever draft choice. That's... <laughs> Wait, that has nothing to do with him. Well, he played for the Grizzlies. But I mean, he... The other fact on the other side is Kevin Pritchard made Vancouver Grizzlies history by becoming the team's first player, signed by the Grizzlies as a free agent following the 94-95 season. Pritchard played with the Philadelphia, with, played with Philadelphia Miami last season, a member of the University of Kansas 1988 National Championship That's squad. That's why. Oh, there you go. He's one of your, one of your homeboys. Uh, Pritchard <laughs> is a smart backcourt player who has the will to win. You should be ashamed of yourself. First of all, he was drafted by the Golden State Warriors. Uh, okay. What was his average for his NBA career? He only played four seasons. What was his career points average? Oh, man. I don't think they... He was the he score round a two pick. He's the general manager of the Indiana Pacers. That's now? A, yes, right now. So I think that, like, props to me for recognizing someone from the University of Kansas and who's a general manager. I'm very rarely on the right, but I will take my shot of Kraken at the end of tonight's episode, okay. not before. Sounds good. I've Yeah, genuinely, I've, I've, I apologize, Kevin Pritchard. We won't be tagging him in any posts. Why uh, not? He's a freaking GM. Tag him or die. Okay, uh, I just want to know how many points he averaged over his career. Uh, so he, he was drafted four. by the Golden State Warriors uh, with a 34th pick in 1990. He had a six-year NBA career spanning five teams. Uh, then went to play in Italy and Germany, by the look of it. I All right, let's review, our, let's review what we got. Well, this is clearly a dilemma for both of us. We, oh, we, there are God. Four, there are four fantastic players that have come up. Let's, let's, let's cut to the chase. In no particular order, right. your choices this week are mm -hmm. Byron Brian Houston, as okay. you called him. The Kraken. Khalid Reeves. Bryant Reeves. 
You had Patrick Ewing as an insert. AC Green. Iron Man. Kevin Johnson. Oh. Nate McMillan. KJ. Avery Johnson. Mm. Joe Dumars. And a couple of inserts in the name of Carl Malone. Yeah, don't worry about And this. Michael Jordan. Right. So. You've got yourself a real pickle. I do. I, my I know who I feel. So I, I got a feeling we're going to go with the same one. I think I know who you're going to pick as well. But, it's an easy call. But I would say, for me, it's obviously between Joe Dumars and Kevin Johnson. Yep. Both fantastic players. Yeah. Both... I mean, I, at any point, where were these last week? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No disrespect to Dennis Scott. However, wow. What what a, what a player. But anyway, I'm going to cut to the chase. I mm. think stat-wise, I don't think there's too much separating them. Is it really not? Um, Joe Dumas was a better defensive player. Kevin Johnson, I'm guessing, probably scored a bit more. But not, you know, Joe Dumas was no slouch offensively too. Absolutely not. So I think I'm going to choose with my fifth pick. Joe Dumas. That's who I would pick. Yeah. Good call, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. Do you want me to read your cards? Not really. Okay. Well, but let's hear it. I'm gonna do it. So your choices are Clyde Drexler, David Benoit, Dan Marley, or you can't really choose him. Willie Anderson, Stock, Googs, Armin Hammer, Ed Pickney. So it's obviously between. John Stockton and Clyde Drexler. It's not an easy choice, but I know who I would choose. And I think you're going to make that same choice. No, you don't. You don't know me. We'll see. I don't know what to do. And I know that I'm taking a long time and it's going to have to be... Let me let me give you the case. of each. I'm going to tell you the, the matchup between the two players so you can see what I'm dealing with. Pick your card. Drexler um, has one championship. Stockton notoriously has zero. Yep. NBA season, Stockton had four more with 19. They both played in a ton of playoff games. Both 10-time All-Stars. Sounds about right. All-NBA teams, Stockton made 11, Drexler made five. All-defensive teams, Stockton made five, Drexler made zero. Well, Stockton, again, you got to think that Drexler, if you're talking about all-NBA teams, he was competing with Jordan. I know who he's John Stockton was well, head and shoulders above everyone, point guard-wise. He was a nine-time well, assist as you, leader. Well, no, I say that. Magic was obviously playing too. So, yeah, that's maybe not Nine-time assist leader. And we've already established the shooting guard position was quite shallow. One thing I would say, a criticism that you often hear about John Stockton. Just, just one thing I was wanting to say earlier, actually, and I forgot to mention. John Stockton is probably the best point guard of all time. And his stats, as we've just... as we said earlier are insane like the 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 gulf between him and the second place in steals and assists ridiculous when you look at it however a lot of people people who don't really like him will argue that well when you play your entire career with the second highest scorer of all time and you're the person feeding him the ball every time you are going to get pretty good assist numbers that's 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 a bullshit argument really though is it yes because did, did Jason Kidd have an equivalent his entire career to pass to? Like, I think what people miss about Stockton is how clutch he was as a shooter. He was a great three-point threat. A better three-point shooter than Drexler was. I would bet my entire life on it. All right, we'll, we'll look that up. That's not. But I, no, I, probably, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. He had some huge ones. Yeah, he could score. He could Here's win. the problem, right? I'm looking at my, my... I'm trying to think very carefully because I'm looking at the team constructed that I have right now. Well, I already have well. a Hall of Fame 
point guard player. Yeah. And I can't start two point guards now, at the. Now, do you want a Hall of Fame, another Hall of Fame point guard, or do you want a Hall of Fame shooting guard? That's what That's the dilemma, right? Yeah. And Dan Marley is an awesome shooting guard, but I feel like he might be a hot hand off the bench. Nice off the bench, right? Addition to have for sure. So then you you're looking at like Kid Drexler, uh, Baker, <laughs> and uh, who's my other dude? Detlef Schrempf. Oh fuck. <laughs> he's good. Yeah, he's a sixth man. But like I feel like if if I get Drexler, I've a, I've got two Hall of Fame players on my my two guard positions. I think you're ready. I can tell I can tell by the look in your eyes. You're ready. No you're not. Just Welcome to the blockers. Can I just hold up who I think it's going to be? Hold on. Okay. Clyde the Glide Drexler. I thought it was going to be John Stockton. I knew you'd think I'd pick Stockton, and here's why I'm going with Clyde. Mm. This was really tough, man. This was immensely difficult. Mm. Jason Kidd is one of the best point guards in a generation, and we know you that You might this... say second best to John Stockton. I know he's worse than John Stockton. I know that. But if you're looking at like improvement on my team, Clyde is such a bigger... No offense to Dan Marley... But I'd much rather have Clyde in my starting Like I five. told you before, I, I, I can't... Reggie Miller, Clyde Drexler... I think Clyde probably pips him, number two, in this whole thing. Honestly, you, you, may, have the best sec- you, you may have the second best shooting guard available. Here's the thing. is I remember one time I asked my mother for Christmas. I was, I was about 10 years old. I was, living in, I was living in Springfield, Missouri, right? And I asked her, Mom, I want a John Stockton or Clyde Drexler or Shaquille O'Neal jersey. Okay? Hmm. She didn't get me any of those three, but... Who did you ask for, sorry? Clyde Drexler, John Stockton, and Shaquille O'Neal. Wow. Who did she get you? She didn't get me any of them. (laughs) She got me a Joe Montana signed football. He's a football quarterback. And that was cool. Signed? It was signed. Did she sign it? (laughs) She might have. Actually, there was a a dispute. Like, it doesn't matter. But, like, uh, I got a football signed by Joe Montana anyway. But I really did like Clyde, and I really do like John. Yeah. You, there's no wrong answer those two honestly you, you are going to be known as the guy who turned down John Stockton for the rest of this podcast I which is true I to be known that I tur- it was the guy who turned down John Stockton who already had Jason Kidd that's, this is it if you didn't have Jason Kidd I think your choice would have been different yeah of course but you're looking at two. Of, those are the two best point guards other than Peyton it's like those three guys right hmm. but if I was to say like who are the three best shooting guards I'm not sure Dan Marley would crack the top three no Clearly, of course he doesn't. It's Michael Jordan, it's Clyde Drexler, and it's Reggie Miller. Yeah. Here's the thing, is we've talked endlessly about the depth of the point guard position in this particular era. Point guard and centers, yeah. I don't have a center yet, but if I can catch another point guard, even if it's not John Stockton, which I absolutely regret not being able to take, I'm still sticking with Clyde the Glide. So quickly then, to recap, let's have a look at who got the better of today's picks. Yeah, I think I think I you, think Drexler's over. Dumas. I think you got the second best shooting guard. I think I got the fourth. If I, I might be missing players, but off the top of my head, I think that oh, do I move Reggie Miller to the bench? Do I, you do not move Reggie Miller to the he bench. He can play. Oh, oh you can't play forward. Oh god. Okay, I got to think about this. But anyway, I don't care. Best available player. I made my choice. You might be able to go Joe Dumars as as a quote unquote point guard. Yeah, I would rather have Kevin Johnson over Tim Hardaway probably. Um, well, that's not possible. It's not possible, but I'm just saying. But I what? passed on John Stockton. Shocking. Okay, so a quick recap of our teams to this point. You have... I've got Jason Kidd, Clyde Drexler, Dan Marley, Vin Baker, and Detlef Schrempf. That's a good... You clearly need a center. 
You yeah, I don't have any blockers. Okay, on the blockers. And I have Tim Hardaway. Reggie Miller. Why do I always forget Reggie Miller? No, How could you forget this guy every week? So I have Tim Hardaway, Reggie Miller. Dennis Scott. Joe Dumas, Dennis Scott, and Vlade. So I, I think that... You've got the edge. Yeah, you, you I think do have this, the edge. I think right now, I'm kind of... I have a better team assembled. If we were to say five on five. Yeah. Who we got? I would be putting... Who would I be putting at center? Vin Baker? I don't know. I, I like my spacing. I like my spacing... Dennis Scott obviously isn't as big a name as those people, but he's a 3.69 knockdown shooter. That's pretty impressive. But I, so I'm just curious how the SNES engine is going to process all these things. <laughs> I think my biggest issue is I, the only center I've ever been offered is George Murison. That was week one. I feel like I've had like Greg Oster tag. Who did you pick or, in week one again? Oh, Detlef. Yeah. Yeah, you made the right choice. Yeah. But I didn't know I would never see a center again. Well... Like, Got seven more weeks. It is. I chose Clyde Drexler over John Stockton. You did. And on that note... <sighs> what a week of tough decisions for all of us. Am I right? But of the good variety. I'm already looking forward to next week. Absolutely. So, um, see you there. See you there, buddy. And all the people listening at home, thank you. And make sure you comment on our social media. Magic on the Blacktop Instagram and Magic Blacktop on Twitter. You got it. Well I got done. It. it. Only took you eight times. Um, and yeah, and comment, please do. Who's got the better team right now? Are we? Are we? I'm, I'll happily admit that you do. I think at this point in I time. I do. See you then. 